Welcome to episode 5 of Call Combos. In today's episode, Esther and Suze discuss the recipe of friend making. We do not claim to know it all, but we share some helpful tips of how to find like-minded people, the importance of vulnerability, and allowing others to appreciate the quirky parts of your personality. Hi Esther, how are you going? Yeah, I'm good, Suze. How's your week been? Uh, it's been a great week. Um, I had a few birthday celebrations. Um, hey, wait. So I, yeah, I know. I've let myself go a bit this week with my diet, but that's okay. Uh, I've been having a lot of good food, a lot of cake, and yeah, different groups of people have just been really nice with surprising me with little goodies. So it's been a really great week. <laughs> How about your week? Uh, my week probably hasn't been as exciting. Oh, shame. Um, but I've been able to go on placements for my course and I really enjoyed doing that. Um, I think being on placement has helped me feel more like a med student again. So that's mm. been really good. Um, so I've learned a lot this week and I think I've just felt a lot more accomplished than I have in the last few weeks. Yeah, so Suze, last week you asked everyone about their past experiences of finding a new community and their experience mm-hmm. of developing deeper friendships. Um, I thought we could discuss that a little bit more this week. So what has your experience of that been, Suze? Like since moving, I moved to the Gold Coast and I didn't know a single person here, yeah. but I've just been so blessed with the people that I've met and like, even this past birthday week has just been so great for reflecting on it. Mm-hmm. Um, because my first birthday, I didn't know anyone. No one knew my that it was my birthday. But this year, I've just I just feel like, yeah, I've had so many um little celebrations, and everyone's been so um generous and loving. Um, so it's been a good time to reflect and be like, oh wow, look at <laughs> not in a braggy way, but like, oh look at all these friends I have. It's just such a blessing. Um, and I feel like with a lot of the friendships that I've made, it hasn't been me being intentional or um, yeah, doing the right thing. But a lot of people have just been really um, kind and um, welcoming and hospitable, hospitable and invited me into their lives. So, yeah, that's been my experience over the past year, I guess. Uh, I th- yeah, I think my experience has been similar as well. And in some ways, I think I was really blessed to be coming into Sydney as a student because I feel like I was automatically inserted into a community of like-minded people career-wise and also Mm. people who were in the similar life stage. That kind of gave me an opportunity to already have some people to connect with and people that I would see every single day. Um. Also similar to you, I had a lot of Christians who were very generous and extended a lot of hospitality to me early on. I think it just means so much when you're new to a place and people invite you into their home for a home-cooked meal. Um, Mm. It's just so heartwarming to be in that environment and to know that other people are, you know, welcoming you into their community. Um, And I think that's one of the best ways to do that. Yeah, that's so true. Like, I think in the past, I would never have thought much about, like, 
inviting someone over for dinner or like the impact that that would have. But now that I live away from home, being able to be invited into a family's home and have them cook dinner for me, it's like, it's always such a highlight, not having to cook for myself and Mm. being able to enjoy a meal with other people as well. That's, yeah, that's a huge thing. Um, So Suze, when we're thinking of making friends, um, now that we've both lived out of home for a while, are there some common principles that you would recommend to our podcast listeners? Yeah, well, something that I've um, learned to be more open to is over the past years, probably serendipity, if that's the right Ooh, word. Tell me more. Um, <laughs> I just feel like, you know, there's so many people around you that you walk past every day um, or you come into contact with. Um, um, one example that I can think of is um, this one time I went to the local markets and I was um, chatting to this local business owner because um, I was buying a jumper and I was telling her how I was going to America at the end of the year and how this would be such a good jumper and we just had such a great chat um, and um, yeah that was really nice and then I went to America the jumper was so great I came back to Melbourne and I was telling my sister about it and I showed her the jumper and she's like oh I really want it so I ended up giving it to her um, and then I was like, oh, that was a really nice jumper. And so I decided to message the girl that I met. Her name was Amy. So I messaged her on Instagram. I was like, oh, I really enjoyed the jumper. It was so great for America. I've given it to my sister. So I'll probably be buying another one sometime soon. And she was like, oh, what a great message. Thank you so much for that. And she was just really excited and happy, I guess, to hear some feedback about it. Yep. And then a couple of months later, I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to buy the new jumper now that it's winter. Um, but I was going to buy it online and didn't really want to pay for shipping. So I was like, oh, can I like just come pick it up? And she's like, oh, you know what? I'm driving by your place um, in a couple of days. I'm just going to drop it over at your house. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's an example of how um, you don't really expect to become friends or like you build a relationship with a business owner, but that kind of just happened. And like, it's been so great for, I guess, the both of us. Yeah. 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 That's really cool. Um, And I love that in this story. It wasn't like you were looking for anything out of this particular interaction. You genuinely appreciated their product and what they were doing with their business. And you got a friend out of it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, it was a huge bonus. Yeah. Um, What about you? Do you have any advice or like specific mm. things in the recipe of making friends <laughs> I, li- I like how, the way you put it um, <laughs> I think when you were talking about farmers market it made me think of places that I go to and the people that I meet and mm-hmm. I think when I go to places that I'm passionate about or in communities where we have something that we're, we have in common I think that really helps to um, begin those initial conversations of friendship so when I first moved to Sydney, I wanted to join up to a sporting club. And initially, I thought I was going to play soccer. And I was on my way to looking for the soccer stall during our orientation week when this girl came up to me and went, have you ever heard of Ultimate Frisbee? Ooh. And I had not <laughs> heard of it. Um, I didn't even know that throwing around a Frisbee disc could be a sport. And she... she 
assured me that it was a sport and she invited me along to their tryout session and I went for the first session and people were just really friendly they all enjoyed playing the sport obviously but also sharing this relatively new sport with new people um, so I think that was a really good way for me to meet a bunch of people who weren't studying the same thing as me um, but mm. were all really cool individuals and I got along with most of them quite well and it was a really good starting point to make friends. So I think that's something I would recommend. If you have a hobby that you enjoy, maybe try to find um, groups of people who enjoy the same hobby. Or maybe you're like me. You wanted to try something completely new. And that's also another really great way to get stuck into a new community. Yeah, that's great. And that sounds a bit like serendipity right there. Like, you know, walking to the soccer thing, but ending up in ultimate frisbee. That's so good. Exactly. Um, another thing that I was thinking about as well is um, the importance of just being yourself and um, not trying to just be completely normal and like well liked. Um, what is normal what, anyway? It's so overrated. Exactly, I know. <laughs> um, but what I was thinking of is um, like the story of Emmett from the Lego Movie. Like he was kind of just following the like the recipe, I guess, of what it means to be a completely normal person um, and like just do everything that pleases everyone and makes people happy. But in doing that, he kind of just became really bland and um, people didn't really notice him or like, yeah, he just didn't really have any friends. And um, in relation to that as well, I was thinking of a quote from, I think it was C.S. Lewis. Mm. Um, and he was saying that a friendship is someone where you can go up to them and be like, what, you too? Um, and I was like, <laughs> I oh, like that's that. so cool. Like so often we're like, oh, I just need to be like everyone else um, and that way I'll be liked. But mm. I don't think that's really how friendship works. It's kind of like, yeah, you have that person where you can kind of um, bond over something and um, share that um, special experience together. Um, and that's really, yeah, a big part of what friendship is about. Yeah, that's a really good reflection. Um, was there a particular quirk about your personality that you were a bit worried about sharing with new people that you first met when you moved to the Gold Coast? Hmm, I think coming from Melbourne where I was like being Asian was kind of, I was in majority, but now that I'm here, I didn't really have any Asian friends. And at the start, I was a bit like, oh, I don't know how people are going to take it, like, not I'm not I wasn't insecure about it I was just like I noticed it for sure um but after a while I was like you know what I'm just gonna embrace it um and kind of like just yeah talking about it openly um and for example like with I think Asian food is a big one like I talk about that with my housemates a lot and they're always like asking me all these questions about Asian food um and like getting excited about Asian food together mm. um so, yeah, little things like these, um, being like, oh, you know what, I'm different, but that's okay, and we can all embrace it together and um, enjoy that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think another aspect that I've reflected on a lot is this idea of friend capacity, the term that I've completely made up. <laughs> I've never heard of that before, <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> what is it? 
Um, so when I first moved to Sydney, I was with a lot of people that I hadn't met before, obviously, and we were all students. And I kind of thought everyone would be super keen to be friends and to make new friends. But I quickly came to realize that students who had grown up in Sydney for a period of time or had family in Sydney already had um, attended high school here and had family here, there just wasn't a lot of time for them to hang out and spend time with me as a newcomer and to be able to build a closer relationship. And I think at the start, I was a bit confused by this. I took it a little personally and went, ah, oh, none oh. of these Sydney people want to be friends with me. But I think after sitting down and reflecting a bit more, I realized that there's only a finite capacity for how many people we can have in our lives because mm-hmm. we're humans, our emotional and physical limits are very real. And for people who have already been in Sydney for quite a long time, they've got those established circles already. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so once I realised that capacity that people had, it helped me to form healthier expectations of what making friends could look like and how um, becoming closer friends take a longer period of time. And also for myself, I realized that in order to make closer friends here in Sydney, it did mean letting go of some friendships that I had in Melbourne and understanding that some of those friends may have been important for that Melbourne season in my life. But now for me to grow and learn from what I'm doing here in Sydney, I needed to hold on to them not as tightly. Is that something you mm. experienced as well, Suze? Um, I guess so. Like we all have a certain number of hours in the day and realistically you can't be everyone's friend in Melbourne but also everyone's friend in the Gold Coast. Like maybe at the start but there comes a point where things are going to clash and you're going to have to choose like, okay, which one am I going to prioritise and invest my time into? Um, so... Yeah, I think it's always something to think about. And um, I think the other important thing with what you were sharing as well is um, like now that you have the experience of coming, being the new person coming in, I think that's so valuable if you ever, um, like maybe a few years down the track, are a bit more established um, and, and then you meet a new person who's just moved to Sydney. I feel like that way you can empathize with them a lot more and be like, well, I know what it's like to um, be the new person. And so I'm going to take the time to get to know you or invite you into my house and um, yeah, just be your friend. Yeah, um, Yeah, uh, that's a good point. Um, And another reflection that I had was the importance of vulnerability for a deeper friendship. Because um, a lot of the things we talked about before, we can connect with people on more of a surface level, like career-wise, what we're studying, hobbies. Um, but I think something that takes the relationship deeper is when we can share with others about things that we might be struggling with, um, some of our emotions and feelings, and also your views on the world. Like I think when you can share your worldview with someone else, that really helps them to see another layer of who you are as a person. And I think I started to see the medical students in my course as more than just colleagues after Mm. I was able to open up with one of them about the loneliness that I had and the difficulty I had in in settling into Sydney during those first six months 
And the student I chose to share with was also an interstate student. And she related to so many points. And I felt like that helped me to take that first step into having a deeper friendship. Yeah, vulnerability is so important. I mean, it's not like we want to um, just bear our souls to everyone. I think mm-hmm. like how we have physical boundaries, um, it's also really important to have emotional boundaries because we don't want to just be like every person that we meet along the street, be like, oh, this is my life story. Like, I don't <laughs> think that's the right way to go about it. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's important to um, yeah have people in your life that you can share that with as well. Yeah. So for you, it sounds like, yeah, you're not, you weren't just like sharing it with everyone in your course, but you kind of picked someone who seemed like um, a good person who would understand because they were going through the same thing and you like shared that with them. And yeah. because you were able to be vulnerable with them, you could then um, um, just bond with them a bit more and build that deeper connection. Yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, do you have any final thoughts that we can encourage our podcast listeners is they might have to make new friends in a new city um well call me anytime guys if you need a friend but um one of the things that I was thinking about is how as a Christian I feel like I have the hugest blessing um not just um well firstly because I know that I'm never alone I always have God with me as a friend as a protector as someone that I can talk to um, so that's always really comforting, but at the same time as well, as a um, having Christian community is um, so important. It's not just a place where I can go that I have people with um, similar interests, but really we are all um, brothers and sisters in Christ. Um, like every Christian that you meet is not just a good friend, but um, we'll be spending eternity together worshiping God. And I think when I was thinking first thinking about moving away that was a really comforting thought for me because I was like oh you know what anywhere that I go to I can just find a church and when I go there I will find family there and I think that's something that's so special you're not going to find that anywhere else um, or in any other community. Yep I totally agree and I think it's something that we get to be really grateful about and I guess that also leads me to my final point the importance of being grateful for people that God mm-hmm. brings into our lives. I think sometimes we can be caught up in our apparent loneliness and the transition um, can be quite hard and we can be quite fixated on that or we can be quite fixated on our unrealistic expectations of what friendships might look like. I know I was quite caught up in um, the kind of idea that I could have friends just like the friends – on the TV show Scrubs, then I realized I didn't live in a TV show. And when I was so fixated on that, um, I failed to see all the blessings that God had given me through individuals he's placed in my life, especially during those first six months. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point to just remember to focus on um, the positives and what you have. And I feel like that really just completely changes your mindset as well and changes your emotional state so yeah I love that yeah well Suze it was really lovely hearing your reflections and insights today I'll catch you in the next call convo sounds good have a good week thanks for tuning in friends this is the end of our moving series and we hope you enjoyed it 
In our next episode, we'll be having a Q&A, so feel free to send in questions. Um, the details are on our Instagram page and in the podcast bio.